So good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. Uh, my name is Lloyd, and I'm privileged to be hosting us this morning as we continue our Spirit-filled life series for devotions. And this morning, we'll be looking at the gifts of the Holy Spirit listed in 1 Corinthians 12, verses 8 to 10. Uh, Pastor Israel teed us off really well yesterday uh, when he explained some of the foundational aspects of what spiritual gifts are and how they relate to each other and how they relate to other passages of Scripture as well that, that reference uh, spiritual gifts, those being Ephesians 4 and Romans chapter 12. And, and we know from the outset that, that it is the same Holy Spirit that distributes gifts to all believers as He wills. It's a very important idea. In other words, we are all to exercise our gifts, our spiritual gifts, as individuals that collectively make up the body of Christ, and that that is for a divine purpose. It's for a godly divine purpose. Um, and it's not just, you know, so that we can look impressive to others. Or it's not, you know, it's not that we can look good and kind of keep these gifts for ourselves. Rather, it's for a specific purpose that God has in mind, that he endows his followers with supernatural ability to accomplish that plan. And so for this morning's devotion, I want to focus on the, on the first of the nine gifts that are listed in 1 Corinthians 12. And that is the gift of the message of wisdom, or word of wisdom. As it's, as it's known. So let's have a look at the key passage, passage of Scripture this morning uh, before I share one or two thoughts around this um, particular spiritual gift with you. I'm reading from the CSB translation, and it says this in 1 Corinthians 12, uh, verses 7 to 11. A manifestation of the Spirit is given to each person for the common good. To one is given a message of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, a message of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by, by the one Spirit. To another, the performing of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, distinguishing between spirits, to another, different kinds of tongues, to another, interpretation of tongues. One and the same spirit is active in all these, distributing to each person as he wills. It's a well-known passage of scripture that lists nine of these um, spiritual gifts that are manifestations of God's presence and power in everyday life. You know, these gifts are not simply talents that people possess. And they're not simply skills that we acquire. Rather, these gifts are supernatural, supernatural abilities that are imparted by the Holy Spirit for a divine purpose. And so in this context, the, the spiritual gift of a message of wisdom or a word of wisdom transcends simply just human wisdom or run-of-the-mill insight into a situation. And in this context, this, this, this message or word of wisdom can be defined as the ability to relate biblical truth to practical life with great effectiveness. It's the ability to relate biblical truth to practical life with great effectiveness. In other words, it's taking the knowledge of Scripture and revealing how it can be applied effectively. You see, a spoken word of knowledge will always confirm. It'll always be in line with. and It'll always honor the written word of God's wisdom himself, right? We know that God's word is the ultimate wisdom. And so the spiritual gift of a word of wisdom will always express the same nature, the same heart, the same context as the word of God. And this is what the spiritual gift of wisdom is. It's a supernatural ability to know how to relay the word of God in everyday life in a way that inspires or motivates holiness or Christ-like living. That's, that's, that's what, this, what this gift is talking about. You know, you could kind of also explain it as the divine ability to provide biblical solutions to a specific situation. Biblical solutions to a specific situation or new situations, sorry, new revelations to 
situations that are above human philosophy or understanding. It's, it's something in the heavens. It's a, it's a spiritual gift. It's not something simply that we can apply with our human minds. It's something that comes from the Lord. And we can see that from these definitions, as well as the many other passages of Scripture that, that talk about this, how important this gift is, not just to the church, but to furthering the gospel in the world. You know, in the same way that, the, that other spiritual gifts listed in this, in this passage are intended to draw people closer to Jesus by revealing him to the world, this is the same principle that applies to the spiritual gift of a word of wisdom. And in thinking about this, this particular gift and sort of personalizing a bit, personalizing it a bit. Um, I wondered if you've ever been in a situation where you needed supernatural wisdom <laughs> to bring a resolution or some, some uh, a divine insight to, to better understand the ins and the outs of what was happening. Or maybe you've ever been faced with a seemingly impossible problem, you know, that, that you needed spiritual wisdom to resolve. Or perhaps like me, you've been in a church service somewhere where someone's understanding of biblical truths um, were relayed to you, and when you applied them, they stuck with you, and they helped you grow in your relationship with Jesus. You just received this this word that you chewed on that really became life to you. And I think, you know, I can think of many instances in, in church where I've received a word of wisdom, you know, about how to apply these biblical principles, biblical truth in my life that transformed the way that I, that I live. And I'm so thankful that I've been on the receiving end of someone else's gift of wisdom. And you see, this is where the spiritual gift finds its proper application and really where it becomes powerful and tangible in our lives. It's in the ability to see and relay God's answer to a situation, God's solution to a problem, or God's insight into his word that empowers us to live for him. You know, sometimes the message of wisdom also can bring a course correction. It can take on the form of a conviction or even, you know, an inspiration to make a godly change in our lives you know, this, this ability to almost rewire our decision-making that turns us away from sin to salvation, from pride to humility, or from being unforgiving to being merciful enough. All of these things confirm the written word of God. And this is very, very important because sometimes, you know, as we've seen over, over the years, and I'm sure, you know, many of us have um, even experienced this, that people sometimes take spiritual gifts out of their context and they use it not for God's glory, but for their own. You know, for example, a word of knowledge is not someone saying, God told me to tell you that unless you do this or that, something bad's going to happen to you. You know, that's quite an easy one to kind of dispel because we know that God's not keeping score with us because he has forgiven us freely in Christ and we live in God's grace, not under a system of law. But what about if someone says, you know, God is saying to you that you need to leave this job for this or this reason. See, that can get quite dangerous, especially in the context of church, right, where we want to believe the best out of, out of people. But the word of wisdom, you see, can, it, it, it can get tricky at times when it's taken out of context. But in this instance, you know, the sheep know the shepherd's voice. That's John 10, 27. And if God wanted to get that message through to me, well, he doesn't have a communication problem. <laughs> he can go directly to me if that is what he wants to do. Now, God does often speak through people to get information across, but it's really important in the context of understanding spiritual gifts to know that a word of wisdom will always confirm. It will always support scripture. It'll always back up what God is saying through his word. It won't be prescriptive in terms of this is the decision I think you should make. It'll be descriptive in terms of the nature of God's heart so that you can go to him and be led by his peace, by his guidance. And that's crucially important. 
Because in the word of wisdom, it's never us that, that gets the glory. We don't want to seem as, you know, seem like clever people. We want to point everyone towards God because he is ultimate wisdom. He is ultimate truth. And between you and him, that's where our, that's where our, our decision-making should lie, not in somebody else. And so I think, you know, while this, this um, uh, spiritual gift of, of, of wisdom is, 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 so, um, is so crucial to, to the life of the church and the, and, and the message of the gospel, it also becomes equally important that we always acknowledge that it needs to fall in line with biblical principles because that is what it confirms. And, you know, we can actually begin to identify a few characteristics of godly or, or b- b- biblical wisdom in passages like James chapter 3, verse 17. You know, while this might not necessarily be talking about this, the spiritual gift of a word of wisdom, it definitely lists some, some characteristics or qualities of what godly wisdom sounds like and looks like. This is what it says. But the wisdom from above is first pure. It's peace-loving. It's gentle. It's compliant. It's full of mercy and good fruits. It's unwavering and it's without pretense. That's a very, very good lit- litmus test. Just to, just to filter through any wisdom that you feel like someone has relayed to you, if it, you know, if it, if it meets those characteristics. And, um, we can kind of start to paint a little bit of a picture as to what this, this, this godly wisdom looks like. So perhaps this morning, my encouragement to you as we think about this spiritual gift and, and the series that we're in is maybe twofold. Firstly, let's be encouraged to seek the Lord in, in this way by asking the Holy Spirit to impart the gift of wisdom to you so that you are better equipped to <clears throat> to bring God glory in all that you do. And then secondly, let's ask the Holy Spirit to impart the gift of wisdom through us. So firstly, to us, and secondly, through us, so that we may in turn encourage others with the divine wisdom that produces a Christ-like character in believers and reveals him to the world around us. So I hope there was something to think about this morning, Father's House, as we kind of start off this process digging into the uh, spiritual gifts from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Maybe something to think about. And uh, I hope that encouraged you this morning. We've got an opportunity today to listen to our shepherd's voice and to uh, relay that biblical wisdom, that biblical insight into people's lives that we might come across this week. So let's take a moment to pray before we head on out with the rest of our day today. Father, thank you so much um, that you've given us your word um, and that you've given us everything that we need for life and godliness, Lord. And I just thank you also that your Holy Spirit is alive and active in us and he's producing these gifts, Lord. He is distributing them as he wills. And so this morning, we make ourselves available to not only receive gifts, but also to, re- to release those gifts to others. And Father, we thank you for your wisdom. We thank you that scripture says we can ask for wisdom from you and you desire to give that to us. And this morning, Lord, as we head out into our week, we pray for supernatural wisdom to be our guide, to be our filter, to be our motivation for every decision, every conversation, Lord, every action that we take. May it be filtered through the godly principles of supernatural wisdom, Father. And may we even have an opportunity to exercise this gift, Lord, to relay a word of divine insight, this biblical truth revealed, applied in a practical way to someone that we may encounter this week, Lord, so that we may draw everyone and ourselves as well closer to you. Because God, we want you to get the glory through all of this. And Father, I thank you that um, you have gone before us and you've already uh, made a way for us to step into this with faith and fullness and confidence, assured of our salvation in you. And I pray all of these things in Jesus' wonderful name, giving you the glory, Lord. Amen. Amen.